Welcome back to another episode of the Capes and Tights podcast right here on capesandtights.com. We welcome Jacoby Saucedo to the podcast to talk. It's only Teenage Wasteland and Frontera. I, I say the the uh, white American boy version of that. Uh, Jacoby says it way better on the podcast uh, when he says it because he knows how to say it and I am just stupid. And uh, yeah, a bunch of other stuff on here too. So, you know, Jacoby's been a longtime listener and, and follower of the podcast. He's also an unbelievable artist who did some great work on It's Only Teenage Wasteland as well as Frontera. So check those books out. You can get those right now at your local comic book shop or bookstores everywhere. Before you start listening to this episode, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Blue Sky, rate, review, subscribe, all those things over on Apple, Spotify, and all your major podcasting platforms, as well as follow us on our YouTube channel for the video portion of this podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is Jacoby talking about It's Only Teenage Wasteland, Frontera, in the comic book industry as an artist. Enjoy, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Jacoby. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, doing I good. am re- I'm recovering from a sickness. I got oh. I got. Ah, oh, there you go. For the holidays, so I I sound rough. That's just I how I sound, of course. Maneuvered it somehow. I don't know. I mean, my my so I have a two and a half year old mm-hmm. in like the beginning of December ish. Like he woke up in the morning fine, then like later on at night he was like hacking up a lung, yeah. and then he had the cough for like four and a half weeks and i went to christmas day with my my mother my mother-in-law and my wife's stepdad and everybody was sick there and for somehow <laughs> i did not get sick and you know what's gonna happen is like now that i said yeah. this on this podcast exactly. the next day i'm gonna be like coughing You're up and, yes exactly no uh it, it's been it's been a crazy time I, it, everybody's been sick i think it's a little uh, bit of a uh you know the pandemic kind of made us stay home for a while and everybody's immune systems probably aren't up to what they should be at. And, you know, someone had a little droplet of sneeze on you yep. and you're going to get sick. So yeah, no, hey. that, that happened to me. <laughs> that's, that's not, not fun, but you sound great. Don't worry about it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we're here to talk comics and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jacoby, you're a regular uh, follower uh, of us. And, and mm-hmm. I've been reading to you ever since I read it's only teenage wasteland. Um, and I love the artwork and I have been meaning to, to reach out. We have had Kurt on the podcast to talk a little bit. It's only teenage wasteland, but we talked a lot about, uh, Indigo children and, Mm -hmm. and you've been canceled that Kurt had uh, Mm -hmm. going on at the time. And, uh, I want to get Micah Myers on at some point, you know, Micah's on my list, short list uh, of getting on. I've had a couple letterers on, but Micah's on that list as well, but we, got you here to talk a little bit about comics right. so that's that's a that's a bonus yeah. right there um to be beginning i mean how how long you've been doing artwork uh how'd you get into comics just a little bit of a short story on how you know how you got into the world of comics yeah uh technically started because of my mom uh uh there's like you know this evening program going on here in uh, in washington and they're like promoting Emerald City back in 2012, 2011, I think. I don't remember specifically which year. And they were selling tickets at a comic shop. And I was into Star Wars at the time, but never comics. And he was just like, well, you're whatever. Star Wars is nerdy stuff. 
hey, do you want to do you want to go to this? And I was like, sure, why not? And so we go to the comic shop. They sold out of the tickets, but you know, I was there already, and it was really cool. Just I've never been in a comic shop, and this one specifically was like a pretty big one. And yeah, just kind of. That was like my freshman year of high school, and I just really like fell in love. I always loved drawing beforehand, and I think like kind of getting into comics, I started. It was like, hey, I draw. Hey, comic making is a job. Whoa, the light, <laughs> see the if light we, bulb see if we moment, make those work you know? together. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> um. But, and also, because of my mom, uh, she wanted me to go to school, like, regardless. So I was like, okay, uh, what school can I go to? And there's, like, not many colleges that do, like, comic stuff. And I went to, I was able to go to uh, the School of Visual Arts in New York. And uh, that's kind of, I did two years there, and... Um, I met my professor, uh, Klaus Jansen, who was super cool, like really took me under his wing. And that was like, I don't know, that was a really cool experience for me. Um, he didn't introduce me to anyone or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make that happen, but no, uh, but just, you know, I think that schooling was really cool and I learned a lot, like just kind of like the fundamentals, which I think have been extremely helpful, but I said, this is a lot of money, so I dropped out. <laughs> but I got what I needed, yes. for sure. And I think I want to say, like, this was now, like, 2016, 2017 is kind of when I started going to conventions and being like, hey, look at my comics. And uh, I do remember one thing. Uh, I showed uh, Marvel's, like, talent scout uh ricky purden my one of my pages and i used to do a lot of splatter like technique kind of like uh, at the time i was really into sean murphy mm -hmm. so i was trying to like embrace it a little bit that like inky splatter style and i remember he looked at the pages he was like oh splatter i was like uh okay <laughs> <laughs> but i think just going to conventions and showing my stuff around kind of it helped me personally, uh, uh, and like meeting uh, Robert Wilson the fourth. He was a big help and like such a really cool guy too. Like, I'm lucky to call him a friend now, uh, after all these years. But yeah, and then um, in 2019, actually five years ago today, uh, I'm I met like my current like collaborator or frequent collaborator who I now is like my brother basically Julio Anta mm -hmm. um he reached out and yeah we just been making comics since and um that's kind of like how it all started yeah and then yeah we got books out now <laughs> exactly I mean the book you the most recent book you you two have out is Frontera Mm -hmm. um they came out in 2023 i believe yes mm -hmm. um, yeah i'm pretty sure the summer of 23 um and then obviously like i mentioned uh it's only wait it's only teenage wasteland yep. came out in single issue format uh starting in like december of 22 but then this came out this summer as well in the trade mm -hmm. uh format from 
Dark Horse, which uh, I've I've loved Dark Horse. I have a lot of guests on here from Dark Horse, and actually my my recording earlier that. Uh, that it was going to be out this week, the week we're recording it. This one comes out next week. Is uh, is has a book coming out, or at a dark horse, uh, uh, Christopher Golden. Um, but yeah, so how did you get partnered up with Kurt uh, uh, for this? Like, how did you know Kurt uh, Pierre's before this, or was this a dark horse thing? How did you end up on uh, Only Teenage Weeks? So that was actually funny because you know usually how these things go is like, oh, the writer reaches out to the artist sometimes, especially for at least creator own stuff. Um, so like I said before, I'm from Washington and Kurt released a book with Alex Diato called Olympia. And the book takes place in the town Olympia in Washington. And I really liked his book. And then I think he did, he also released Youth. Mm -hmm. And it features one of the characters' name is Frank. And that's like you know, in relation to Frank Ocean, the musician, and I'm a, like, Frank is my number one music, like, he's my favorite artist. Uh, and I was like, well, he's already mentioned Olympia. He's already featured Frank. Let me, I, I, I'll shoot my shot. I actually reached out to him. I was like, hey, you write these things. I like both of these things. I feel like we could work really well together. Or we ha we just share a lot of interests, and I mm -hmm. think we could work really well together on a book. He's like, yeah, sure. Like, not I didn't even really think that he was going to reach back out. Um, and <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> and uh, so yeah, I we actually kind of went back and forth on ideas for projects, and like, he emails me. He's like, all right, I think I found the one for you. And it was it's only teenage wasteland, and I was so down for it, it. You know, I mean, you can kind of tell that the main character, Javi, it, it it's it's me. As, as I was gonna say, it's I mean, you, like it's it's like if it's you me. you and uh, they clone someone cloned like you and Peter Parker together. Yeah, in my exactly. opinion, like you know what I mean, like I was like looking through it again, glancing through it again, and I'm just like, oh yeah, it looks a lot like you, but it also yeah. looks a lot like you know you know a, a peter a version of peter parker uh in, in there as well uh you know a mexican american uh, uh peter parker hobby yeah, no. in there but just like you do you drew he, yourself in the comic book he uh i will say that he did write the character description it just happened to be the character description it just happened to be me and <laughs> so i was like okay that's okay. cool I'll take it. I could I could draw myself. Easy for That's me fine. to draw, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I'll make him a better looking version of me, though. Yeah, That's exactly. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, this there's something that I mean. First of all, uh, you did the cover for this too, right? For it's only yeah. teenage based on this one. Two things I wanted to point out. One, it's excellent. Se second thing is, is I'm so glad that this was chosen for the trade cover too, because more recently, I mean, traditionally, I've seen you know publishers and and creators use cover a of issue one as mm -hmm. it as the thing because for the most part when us and the media are, are promoting the book it's always going to be cover a of issue one that that's the face of the book for like yeah. the entire run it could be a 300 series long book and issue one is still like you know when people put talk about spawn it's like spawn number one is like yeah. the comic book show um but i think more recently than not i think other people have picked like other issues or or a special cover for it or whatever 
uh, I remember it's one of those series out there. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's that dark horse that they pick like issue three. And to me personally, I'm an art, a digital artist, a graphic artist. Mm -hmm. And to me personally, I was like, this is the worst cover out of all of them. <laughs> like literally out of all the five issue series. And like you pick yeah. the worst cover and issue one had an awesome cover. And I think that's, what's cool about it to me. I love this cover so much. It kind of shows a glimpse into the book really well without giving too much away. And I'm so glad they picked this for the cover of the, no. was this something that you had input on it? Or was this all dark horse? I mean, yeah, they asked for me. Okay. Uh, they asked me like, and also I just kind of also had like, like what you said, like usually I think having the cover, like issue one cover a is kind of the, my intention as well mm. is like, you know, you want to tell the story without having to say the words like, Hey, yeah. here's what's happening. So I only, it, it, I think, the only issue I maybe would have, if they didn't, for some reason, didn't want to do that one, was maybe the last issue cover. Yeah. But even then, that's that needs more context. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. Is like it makes most sense to do that. I'm also a big fan of, uh, you know, and maybe this is just because, uh, you know, of my design eye is. Mm -hmm. I'm also very happy when the interior artist is also the cover artist uh oh, two things yeah. is if you could draw the cover you might as well draw the cover because you're an artist and you might as well do it the second yeah. thing is is it does give you a glimpse inside the book whereas like there's some covers i say this as a big scotty young fan too but that's different i feel like yeah. scotty young doesn't do cover a's for series that he's not internally mm -hmm. drawing and um but like having you do the cover makes it gives you an idea of like when i pick this book up off the shelf at the comic book store I can get an idea of what the interior looks like. Sometimes they're just drastically different. And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. if like Martin Simons <laughs> did a cover for you or something like that, or like if Scotty did the main cover for you, it would make much sense. There would be a disconnect. I mean, and that's what I also cool liked about too, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not saying, you know, there's certain people you did go, oh, yeah, I'll take it. But no, I think it's, it makes <clears> sense because <throat> this art art style you have uh, in this book, that's amazing. I, I, I noted it when I did a review of issue one. Uh, about how I liked it, how it fit Kurt's um, writing of the book and the post-apocalyptic part about it. Was it weird coming out with an issue, comic book, drawing a comic book of a post-apocalyptic world in a world that we were basically in a post-apocalyptic world? Yep. Was that interesting? Did you did you gra grab like the outside of what the world we lived in to, to bring into your art style? <laughs> I'm just dying over here. Um <laughs> Uh no it, yeah it was funny kind of just drawing that being like I mean it's not too many d differences I guess <laughs> yes um but no uh I like my post apocalyptic it's yeah it's it's great it's got like a <clears throat> what did I use for it with the different styles of artwork nowadays in um in the world it did look it did like I said it kind of reminds me your 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 illustrations kind of remind me a lot of like. I mentioned the Peter Parker thing, but like some of the um, like animated Peter Parker cartoons, mm. like the Spider-Man cartoons, which I really liked. Um, it's different. I think there's a lot of people who do a post-apocalyptic style stuff, Walking Dead, things like that, that are more like grungy, uh, mm. more messy, and you have more cleanliness to your lines. Um, and I do like that a lot about these these things. Is there, I mean... Do you draw inspiration currently from anything else, or is it basically you just found your style and this is what you're this is what you're going with? Oh no, I definitely like pull from like other artists. Um, like for the cover specifically, I looked at uh, Adrian Tom Tomine mm -hmm. and like uh, 
Arkikuo. I'm like butchering his last name, Johnson. <laughs> They're both like kind of, you know, New Yorker style like cover artists. Mm-hmm. And this, like specifically for the covers, because I wanted them to kind of be like super graphic, like, you know, eye catching a little bit. Um and but like for the interiors, uh I remember giving the colorist Mark Dale mm-hmm. the like my notes were like, Hey, I know this isn't the best way to say, but could you color like similarly to uh how Tanchi Zanjik? colors his work because like Tanchi Zonjik uh is a or Zonjik is a uh is a huge inspiration for me um I, I there's just something about his work that I just every time he posts anything new I'm just you know I'm looking at it for ever and just like man that was so cool how the hell did he do that oh that was a perfect color <laughs> like I don't know like I mean- uh I I really enjoy coloring my own work um, a lot. Um, obviously, because of the schedule, it's like, yes, you know, Mark came through and he killed it. Um, but I like if I if I had the time, the money, <laughs> and to color my own stuff, I probably always would. Um, you you just, color? Did you you color Frontera? Yes, I did. Yes, okay. That one, that one was all me. I did even I did the balloons, but not the letters. Okay, that was a weird process. But other than that, that was cool. Like, yeah, I just maybe a bit of a control freak. Um, yeah, I, I I can understand that. I mean, like I said, it's one thing that's weird. Even me being in the fringe of the comic book world, like I haven't illustrated a comic book before, but I do. I've illustrated digitally for can mm-hmm. art because I do I, my, mm-hmm. my day job is working at a brewery and I have illustrated cans uh, to the point where like I actually I did a so like but like I can't imagine I couldn't imagine doing lines on that like I couldn't thinking back on it like I couldn't imagine just just drawing lines and then canning it over to a colorist and been like okay mm-hmm. now you're now you're responsible yeah. for that because I just feel like I feel like it wouldn't be complete. I feel like it would be, Mm -hmm. I'd be missing something. I feel like I went back and changed things on it, on the illustration, Mm. like, cause I I did it on procreate. So like erasing things and changing things when colors wouldn't work. Like I feel like lines are permanent, not permanent, but permanent to an extent that the the colorists just have to work off that. And that to me would have been like, I don't know if I could ever do it. I would be a control freak on that too. I don't know if I could ever just do that. Hand that off to some scheduling wise. Yes, I would be able to do it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have all the time in the world to do all that stuff. So I can imagine someone else helping me with my job in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. But but that's another reason why colorists do what they do too. Like colorists yeah. is good at it because they know how to do, take your artwork and, and cohesively make it better, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's, I, I've only worked with a colorist now three times. Um, and it, yeah, it's just a lot of like trust and like, um, I'm working with one just recently and like the the colors look killer and I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to keep you around forever now. <laughs> I feel like that's the way a lot of these teammates work. I mean, you mentioned Julio uh, in working on Frontier. You're like, well, let's just do comics together. Like, why yeah. I mean, obviously working with Kurt was probably an mm-hmm. awesome experience as well. No, but it like, was super awesome. Um, but like you, you think about it like, you and Julio are just like, let's just do comics together. It makes it so much easier. I know you're writing, you know my art. Let's just figure it out. <laughs> no, it's it's super uh 
Yeah, we were talking, uh, Julio and I, we were talking about like our next book and it would be like a sequel to the one that we're currently working on. And I just remember texting him at the grocery store, like, here's my idea. And then he already sent the text and it was the same idea. And I was like, perfect. See, our minds easy, are easy. linked somehow yes. in, in, in the greater world of things. But, uh, you know, obviously you and Julio work well together. Um, how was it? I mean, obviously, don't tell me any dirty secrets that don't make any sense that you want to, you know, air dirty laundry. But no, uh, Kurt, I mean, what was it like? Yeah. Was it like working with Kurt? Was it a fun experience? It was a super fun experience. Um, I think uh, Kurt wasn't used to someone as like collaborative. Um, or at least, you know, he was like, all right, you know, this is the script, you know, just have fun with it. And I think he really liked that, you know, that we really were able to like mesh together. And like he, uh, I think in the first issue, um, there's like a scene where Javi's like talking to the reader. Mm -hmm. Um, Initially, it was kind of just like going to be just all, I think, captions. And there wasn't going to be like any scene to it. And I was like, hey, is it cool if we do it like this? And he was like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, let's do it like that. And <clears throat> I think, I'm so sorry. I'm you're good. Yeah, listen, you're, 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 uh, I don't know if you've watched sport, uh, basketball at all, but this is the, this is Michael Jordan's, uh, a, a flu game is a game oh, yeah. we played yeah. with the flu. <laughs> this is it. This is your Michael Jordan flu game right yeah, exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, after after that first issue, you know, because that was like our first time really working together technically. But after that first issue, I think he's just like, hey, here, here's the script. Uh, basically, here's the dialogue. Here's some point A, point B, kind of almost doing Marvel style. Uh, have fun with it. And yeah, like just kind of let me go to town. A lot of um, not narrative, but like, you know, how we got there is mm -hmm. where we uh, did a lot of the stuff and like gags or whatever. Um, and yeah, I think that was just super cool to do that. It's more so the scheduling thing that that's why we haven't done anything together again. Um, I know uh, there's a comicsology thing that hasn't been announced that I was able to do an issue for him. I don't know when that's coming out, but that was also fun, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so, but, so yeah, you would i mean it was a good enough experience you would work with kurt once oh again. yeah oh <laughs> okay. yeah 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 <laughs> we no, would be able to, a... we'd be able to read between the lines here if you said no yeah no 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 that was not no, fun yeah. uh yeah it doesn't look like these two will be working yeah, together horrible again. time hated it uh, <laughs> well no, the no. funny thing is and i obviously won't name names but i've actually reached out to people before who have worked together on something Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, I think I'm going to try to book these two people. Neither one of these guests, just so everybody knows, has actually come on the podcast yet. So, And they haven't actually scheduled yet. So you're not going to be able to, 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 to you know, try to figure out who these people are. Um, but I've been in discussions with people. Some people I'd have discussions with. Like I could have emailed you and we could have talked back and forth. And mm -hmm. at some point in the future, you'll get on the podcast. So that's what these people are. And two of them have worked together. And one of them said they didn't want to be on the same episode. And it wasn't because of the other person, 
but it just seemed like the way that they responded mm -hmm. to the email that they didn't want to be on the episode with that person. And I had to like, been like, is everything okay? No, no, no everything's okay. Just the timing is not going to work out. Uh. But I'm like the way that they, they were, 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 you know, messaged me yeah. back was like that they didn't want to be on with that person. And I'm like, Hmm, did they not like working with that person? Uh, <laughs> or, no, yeah, it was, it was team? definitely a miscommunication in a, in a, you know, talking via email <clears throat> or text message doesn't yep. always get the point across correctly yep. and that's what it was but it was kind of funny if you went like yeah i'd work again with kurt i'd be like oh interesting <laughs> no uh kurt was fun uh kurt um like i said he's made some great comics and, and the fact that you mm -hmm. were able to work together with 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 kurt is a is a awesome thing but your main book that came out uh recently and i will tell you right now that i wanted to read it before i came on here and then I neglected to actually get my local comic book shop because they were out of issues of it to get it. And I haven't got one in yet. So I haven't been able to read it. And that's my fault. And I apologize because I really want to read Very it. <laughs> um, but it's a graphic novel mm -hmm. that you put out, what, 240 pages or so. Yeah. Um, was this designed originally to be a graphic novel? Like from the beginning, you guys wanted to do it as a, as a graphic novel? Um. So no. Maybe, well, okay. So <laughs> the idea initially started. So we did like a, Julio and I. We did our first like just short story together, mm -hmm. just some portfolio stuff basically. And he was like, "Hey, this uh, unnamed comic publisher is hosting an anthology. Do you want to try to apply for it?" Sure. We got denied from the anthology, and Julio was like, "I, I still want to do this story," and. I was like, okay. So I think we did like 10 pages that were kind of like going to become pitch pages, but we were kind of like, all right, how about we do like a web comic? Uh, kind of like similarly like Heartstopper or uh, on a Sunbeam and like, mm -hmm. you know, just release that whatever schedule we would have done, but uh luckily we didn't do that because i was just kind of like oh god we got to do that yeah. uh, <laughs> um julio kind of did this uh thing that was, that was on twitter called pit mad and you basically just pitch out like or you tweet out your assort pitch and like put a hashtag pit mad and like literary agents will be like hey can i represent you mm -hmm. and that's how we found our agent Jess and she helped us sell the book to Harper Collins and you know that just led to this and yeah no it's it, that one I you know I'm always happy grateful for that guy because I mean he kind of just was like he did his thing and I happened mm -hmm. just to tag along and yeah uh <laughs> It's it's so so Frontera is a um, graphic novel you mentioned over at Harper mm -hmm. Collins, um, but it's uh, American Mexican Mexican American teen uh, crossing back to America after his family mm -hmm. was deported. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, help from locals and a friendly ghost. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so it's a harrowing journey. It's you know obviously uh, between Julio, uh, you guys. Everybody writes what they know, right? So, is this a yeah. is it a personal story to to <clears throat> you and Julio, or is this a just a great story that needs to be told? So, or, well, that for sure, always. Yeah. Um I think with Julio, you know, what he wants to write about has you know a message for sure. Mm -hmm. And 
what we've been telling about the book is that everything in it minus the ghost is based on a true thing like mm. there's a jaguar in there called el jefe that's an actual jaguar that was uh, like separated from mexico because of the border and um uh like julio is cuban colombian uh his parents you know immigrated into the country uh my dad he was from mexico so you know he had to come to the country and like did none of our parents kind of went through this specific experience but you know like the the message was also just super important to us or just like the story and like making sure that like we tell these type of stories too and you know the the main goal is to like show empathy so like someone who has no connection to this can read it and still mm -hmm. be like can understand like there is no easy way to immigrate into the country like um but it's just it's just the truth um mm -hmm. and i think with knowing the fact that like everything in the book is based on like a true like based on true things it kind of makes you when if you read the book you're like oh oh like jesus yeah <laughs> and i could understand that it's, it's i really wish it was one of those things i i try i make my goal obviously to read uh not everything obviously because that's yeah. almost impossible for some people i just i had you know some people on recently brian michael bendis i wasn't going to sit there and write every every brian michael oh, bendis yeah, comic no. book ever created that's a little difficult um but for the most part i try to get in there and and, and i was like I, I got so excited to to read it's only teenage wasteland again because i love mm -hmm. that comic book so i was yeah. like oh i'll read this this is great and uh then i was like oh and i'll go read frontera and then i realized i didn't have it and that was that was a big issue for me because i'm like it's not yeah, i no. don't you know and so i mean i guess i could have probably reached out to harper collins harper collins could have sold me a digital it would have been a whole thing because i do right. get uh advanced copies of things uh most of the time and and uh but yeah so i was able to 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 read the description of it obviously i went on he's got a 4.01 on goodreads so out of five, that's a, I mean, that's, you got like a hundred out of 409 ratings, which is for a graphic. So Goodreads is mostly novels, right? Like regular yeah. straight ahead prose novels. This is a graphic novel. So some people uh, tend to, to rate and review on Goodreads uh, for graphic novels. And some people don't use that. That's uh -huh. like, they're not the same reader. You know what I mean? Like it's not the yeah. same person usually. And to have 409 uh, uh, ratings, 101 reviews to have a four out of five stars. That's you know, usually I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's excellent. It's a very good, uh, good uh, review uh, census there. I mean, and um, and you can get it on Kindle for nine ninety nine. I just saw that I could have just bought it there, but no. Um, the the story seems great, and people's reviews of it seem awesome. Like it, it either connects with people or just knows it's an incredibly true, like awesome story to be told, and so on and so forth. So, uh, do you something like this where it's like a project between you and Julio, where it's like obviously you. And Kurt did it's only teenage wasteland, but this seems a little bit more like you mentioned, we mentioned personal. Do you get more mm -hmm. enjoyment out of illustrating something like this? Uh, because um, of the fact that it is your baby in a sense? I guess yes. I, I think so. I actually was but, working uh, on It's Only Teenage Wasteland, uh, when I was like finishing up this book. Okay. And uh, you know, it's hard for me to say because I'm doing I'm doing Frontera for so long. Like it took me over a year to you know do everything. Yeah. So you know, 
it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just like you get, you just are like only focusing on this thing. Um, yeah. For so long. So like, you know, to be able to then, Hey, do you want to draw? It's only teenage wasteland. And like you, you read it's only teenage wasteland, you know, like it's, yeah. You can probably guess that it's just a different vibe. Yes, uh, <laughs> it is. So I, 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 without even reading the other one, from <clears throat> Cruzera, yeah, I can, yeah. I can understand it's a different vibe. Yeah, there, there's not as many jokes in yes, Frontera. I, I mean, it's yeah, still a hopeful story and a good story, yeah. but um, it isn't that I don't necessarily get like no enjoyment out. There's no specific one that I get more enjoyment out of. Um, it's just like the the stagnantness mm-hmm. of it so once i was like able to get to draw it's only teenage wasteland i think i finished that first issue like within a month because i was just like so excited just to draw something yeah. else and i can I, I totally understand that completely like it makes sense um, that it's not just something different it's something well, it's not just one's better than the other it was just something different it could have been anything yeah. honestly it could have been exactly you know you could have had to draw a cover for something else or whatever it just had to be something different yeah yeah no um and like that's kind of something that's going on right now i'm i've uh julio and i are working on our next graphic novel and i love the guy but man i'm just getting bored of drawing the same character oh no that's i don't think i could ever be that that i'm not good enough i don't think to be a sequential (laughs) artist but i just i don't that's one of those tough things i think about sequential art is the fact that you have to draw the same character over and over and over again and why i might be one of the reasons why mini series are like big big right now i mean yeah. you know i think a lot of us want something new and different so not even just illustrators but colorists and letterers yeah. and, and and writers it's nice to touch different things and, and, and experience different and we all have i mean let's be honest you know how many different stories we probably have all in our heads they want to get out and so having mini series and graphic novels uh are, are, are a fun way to get all of that stuff out in small chunks and here's the honest thing is Graphic novels, I think, are going to take over floppy comics at some point. Maybe yeah. not tomorrow, but in the think, near future. I think so, too. But I would also... I feel like the marketing for how graphic novels should be... I think they should be more marketed in the book market, mm-hmm. like like prose novels. Uh, I've been kind of going through my little tiny marketing brain. And I've just been like thinking, like, I feel like graphic novels should... Not to you know degrade them i mean because i've worked on them yes yeah, so you you know, i know how much time it, but like <laughs> they should be marketed as like shotgun books you know yeah. where it's just like oh you don't want to read a whole prose novel and like you know use up a week of your time hey how about you use like two hours check out this story you get a complete story usually and like you still get the same emotional output mm. and i think and, you know, I think because of the fact that it's like, we don't want to market the book as, hey, enjoy your two hours, you know, and, and I get that. And like, you know, it's slightly disrespectful probably to the creators, but I'm just, I think if, you know, you use graphic novels like that, where it's just like, you will still create a new reader base because they now are like, hey, I can just read this book. And still get the same enjoyment out of reading the whole prose. Yeah. Um, that's just there's, my. There's my not. A, so I'm a big. I'm a big novel reader, a prose novel reader, and I'm also obviously a big comic book reader. And I feel like they both have 
unbelievable things to go with them. But one of the things I will say that I I, I still tend to to put comics over uh, the, the prose novel is because of the fact that I feel like when I read a, a book over again, I don't get the same thing I get out of reading a comic book over again because mm -hmm. of the artwork. And I think that's, again, yeah. sometimes I feel like my brain might be steered one way or the other because of my art, the art sense to it. But like, I do think that I read a comic book the first time through. So they say issue one of something. I did this a lot and I've, I understood this a lot with, with um, the last Ronin because of the gap mm -hmm. between last Ronin issues, because of how long it took them to make the yeah. book, it was like three month gaps. And so it almost forced yourself to reread the next last issue so that you'd understand what was going on in the next issue. And so I read issue one, like four times because by the time I got to issue five, I needed to read it and then read number two and number three and oh, so on and so I forth. I remember that gap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and it, what it got me to understand, <laughs> first of all, I, I was a big fan of, fan of Ben Bishop in the first place, but like it got me to love Ben's art more because I was able to like, okay, the first time I went through is you want to understand the story, what's going on. And then the second time I read it through, I was like, okay, what's going on? But also what's the, what's the yeah. intricacies that they put in the, in the artwork? What, why was the, why was this person here or so on and so forth? And by the fifth or sixth time you read it through, you're, you're gaining all of this more. I don't personally, and I could be wrong. I want an author, an actual author to tell me that I'm wrong. I, I don't think I'd read a book any different than I read it the first time. Like I'm not, I might mm -hmm. be looking for something or with knowing the ending yeah. of the book, I might be looking for those clues that were yeah, written definitely. into the book earlier. But I don't think I'd read it that much different than I sometimes I do. I've sometimes read books and then just gone through and not even read the bubbles and just gone through and looked at all the panels. And then I feel like there's way more by there's more better money investing in one of these, I think, than buying a $19.99 yeah. book because there's so much more involved in this. Uh, on the other side of it, though, I've had parents who have complained to me before because I got them a, you know, whatever I got their kid a book and they're like, they read it in two hours and it's now on the floor in their room. I'm like, yeah, I, I know a novel is probably yeah. going to take them weeks to read. This took, they're, they're done with it in two seconds, but hey, <laughs> what are no, you going to do? I mean, it's, it's kind of the age old problem of just comics in general is where it's mm -hmm. like, they're not taken serious, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, if, if someone got, it's only teenage wasteland, I would be like, yeah. I can understand why that wasn't taken serious, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Like that's the whole point of the book, and um, but yeah, like your read rereadability, you're you're right about that because there is just something there. Like, okay, yeah, you got the story now. Okay, yeah. good. let's go back again. Oh, what was this a little sight gag? You know, um, like, and I think that's the fun about it too. Is I mean, there's two people. Well, usually there's two people. Well, there's a whole team, but you know, yes. at front you know there's usually the two people you have the story part where you catch and then you know you see what the other person is bringing as well and uh, i mean I, I i work on can art and that's one of the things i talked about you know i've talked about many times in the podcast but mm -hmm. like it's a team effort am i the one physically putting the digital pencil like my apple pencil to the to the ipad or is mine the one clicking the mouse around and, and doing the work on the computer mm -hmm. yes but that doesn't mean that I'm the one that solely was the one that came up with the idea or the colors or whatever. Mm -hmm. We have a team of people who who go through and say, what if we did the can art yellow as the main color? And then I work the design around that and so on and so forth. It's the same thing with your artwork. Like Kurt came to you and said, this is what, you know, uh, hobby's going to look like. And you're like, that looks like me. And I could easily do that. And and mm -hmm. so, but there's other things in the book. I'm sure there's background characters or other characters that you had a little bit of input, input on. And you don't see that the same, obviously, when, in a prose novel. A prose novel is the person writing the book a lot of times and the editor. And yeah. so this, the teamwork behind it, the, the sense of, you know, letterers sometimes are like, well, can you, 
Jacoby, can you not put the person there? Cause I need to put a bubble there. And then mm-hmm. you have this ability to work around together on things or, you know, you messaging uh, and, and saying, can you please, you know, Mark, can you please put, make the colors look similar to this? Cause I like this or, or you know, whatever, or the colors in Frontera are definitely brighter uh, obviously than the colors that are in something like it's only teenage wasteland where it's a, it's a post-apocalyptic style book so there's a lot of our team in there and so it's not that one's better than the other let's yeah, you know, I don't want, no. we're gonna start get, you and i are gonna get villainized here from the people who are like love novels over over graphic novels but i do <laughs> agree with you the fact that they are a graphic novel is almost closer to a book than it is a comic book in that sense like the idea no. that it's a complete story yeah it's something that you can sit down and so on and so forth and a lot of graphic novels like this one are published by a publisher that publishes yeah, exactly. books <laughs> so like in the same sense also in some sense it's better marketing because I'm pretty sure that your book Frontera was 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 marketed for longer. Like you, uh, I'm sure you could have yeah. pre-ordered it for months and months and months in advance. Whereas a lot of times I don't know if you have a comic book coming out. A lot of times I don't know about it until like two or three weeks in advance. Yeah, no. And it's in uh, previews world without a cover because I don't they don't they haven't finished the cover yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, no. Uh, that that was an interesting thing too. I think because I when I started out I had no intention of doing like graphic novels or you know like. Stuff for the well, one I didn't even know about the book market. Yes, for graphic novel, you know, and it was a you know. So I was used to what you're talking about, like previews. Oh, go through diamond. Everything's like short schedule. We sold this book in 2020, like April, like literally March or April. You know, we're two months into COVID of 2020, and the book just came out in July this yeah. last in 2023. So. There, I finished. I finished all the artwork in July twenty twenty two. So that whole year it was just like pain, you know. <laughs> like I was like, I want the book to be out now. Can we talk about it? You know. Uh, that that's that's, that's so funny how you mentioned that because it's the same thing. I'm always like, I don't know if I could wait that long for someone to see something that I created. A lot of times, I used to do these podcast episodes like Monday for Wednesday. So that mm-hmm. like I'm like okay only two, oh, I, I, Monday Monday night I'll edit it I'll edit it again Tuesday maybe Wednesday morning at like three o'clock in the morning it goes live o- online so I have to worry about it. I'm like I'm so excited for people to listen to this episode and I have to worry about it then I started yeah. doing them like a week or two weeks in advance so that just in case something happened or it gave me more time to edit or whatever and then I'm like oh but I really want someone to listen <laughs> so and I'm having exactly. a second child in uh, in in March and so I'm oh, trying congrats. to plan thank you I'm trying to plan in February to do like four or five episodes uh, yeah, uh and someone in addition so that i can plan them and schedule them ahead of time so i, I have emails out actually when you signed on i was re- working back and forth with someone on on having them come on and and i'm like trying to do episodes that like i'm recording on the 26th of february for the 27th of march because of that just trying to plan ahead so i can mm-hmm. i can totally see where you're coming from on that and, and i the episode that released just before this one christopher golden was talking about the idea that he just wants people to read his books like the money side obviously you're making a living living at this like that's what you're doing for a living you're trying to get paid for this but also when you put all that work into something they're really proud of like in the end you really want if someone came up to you at a convention and was like told you a story that was very similar to what goes on in frontera like the idea of crossing the border and doing all that stuff this might be a small possibility where you're like, just take this. I want you to read this. Like, no, let me exactly. send you a PDF. Let me suit something to have it so you read it. Yes, you want to make money. But like in the same sense, you're an artist and you want people to read your artwork or no. see your artwork. <laughs> and so like this getting it in front of people is good. So waiting a year 
or to get in no, front of people like, to be I mean, proud of it. <laughs> uh, I agree with the. I yes, I agree with the everything that you just said. Yeah. That, at New York Comic Con, it was really cool. Uh, you know, that was our first convention with the book being out. And you know, it was actually yeah. Julio and I actually got to the table together too. So you know, it's always lovely seeing him. Um, and you know, like people were coming up to us, we're like, "Hey, like we read this, we really loved it." Like you know, I have family members that mm-hmm. really like you know. It was just it's validating mm-hmm. um, to have that experience and like you know. I love I love praise. I I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, yeah, I like when people say, "Hey, great job!" You know, no. I'll play humble, but it feels awesome. It feels it fuels me. Um, and the funny thing is, it does get easier if that makes any sense to people. It doesn't sound like you want to yeah. pat yourself on the back, but when you hear it more often, it does get easier to take. The first couple yeah. times you hear it, you're like, "Stop shut it!" Up, shut up. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear it. And after a while, it's not that like you come immune to it. We go, "Okay, you can start learning you know, to you, accept positive." Yeah, you can appreciate it too. <laughs> yes. Um and. Um, but yes, the waiting part, oh my god, it's killing me. Uh, I, I mentioned it before, but we, we, Julio and I, we have our next book. It's coming out this year in October. And I'm like dying to talk about it. I'm, I'm literally dying. I'm just like, um, it needs that's to cool. be out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's cool. What, do you have people you send things to? Like, do you have other people, creatives in the market, in, in the industry that you send things to? Uh, to read, to have a discussion about with you? Like, do you have, like, your confidants? Other than Julio, obviously Julio is one of those things, but, like, would you send it to another artist and be like, this is the thing I just finished? It doesn't come out for a year. Um, what do you think about it? Or do you... do you... Actually, I do. Um, I, I didn't know that, like, that suffices a little bit of your, like, waiting game. Like, does it help a little bit that someone else is actually putting eyes to this thing that you work so hard on? A little on, bit. Or... I think it's just, yeah, uh, it's, like, out of necessity now. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, no, check yes. this out, please. Make sure, there's, uh, make sure there's no errors <laughs> no uh so i finished the cover for this this unnamed unannounced yeah. project uh back in like summertime and i i crap you not it was one of my favorite covers ever that's like, awesome you know it, it, that's you know how like you don't usually like your work but like this yeah. is one of the times where i was just like i love it I'm ha- I'm typically so for me it. it's the one i absolutely love that everybody else is like what exactly right uh, <laughs> typically well, for me a- i'm like because i can art i'm always like i'm so happy they're gonna be so happy with this can and i show it to them they're like well we were actually thinking this and i'm like yeah no. i love this i love this so much but no, no. The, I, I'm, I'm glad one. you love it though that's that's it does take a little bit to 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 love your own work it's mostly because of the colors but that's <laughs> you, you coloring your own stuff and that's what happens um, did you color the cover of it's only teenage wasteland or was that mark as well yeah no i i did okay. those uh um but yeah uh yeah like i i, I actually messaged mostly other writers mm-hmm. <laughs> um i'm just beefing with all the artists no um, exactly, exactly i don't like any other artists out there i yeah. am the greatest there is <laughs> <laughs> no, the writers they like type they like talking to me for some reason. I don't know. I think you're they nice. want something from me. Yeah, exactly, right? They want to put you in their back pockets so just in case they have exactly. an artist. They're like, Oh, I can just you know message them and it's see what's working. Up. It's working. They can pay me. <laughs> I only talk to the people that pay me. <laughs> pay you. 
uh, what book is, are we gonna make some money on this book cool <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be friends hey we can uh, conversate exactly is this uh I, I would love so that's cool i would love to actually if, if it ended up working out to have uh to have you and julio come on closer to when this book comes out at the end of oh, the definitely. year uh, and discuss the discuss this book because I, I was saying i will read it before we, we get out at that, at that point, I'll make sure I get it. Uh, I'll probably get it through NetGalley or something like that, where you can get oh, yeah, advanced yeah, yeah. things on there. But uh, no, I mean it's it's so. <laughs> I talk a lot, a lot of writers on here because it tends to be mm -hmm. the people who were. When I ask them what's this book about, they tend to be the one that usually yeah, they know what... <laughs> has the 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 blurb in their head, and and actually most of them don't, which is weird. I'm like, how many times have you oh, talked man. about this book and you don't know what this book is about? Like an easy way to explain this book. Um, and I'm like, then who, how is the local comic book shop owner going to be able to explain this book to someone if you can't explain this book to someone? No, uh, but it's nice. That I, I, I noticed that I went back and I was like, I don't talk to that many artists. And it's not because the artists aren't good or whatever. You guys are also super busy. So that's that's another thing. It's it's one of those things that a lot of times not saying art, writers aren't. But if a writer's not working on a number of projects, they're like, okay, the script's in. Now it's in the hand of you, the, art, mm -hmm. the colorist and the letterer. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes this works out the way. Luckily, a lot of times people when I've talked to artists or writers, they've brought the artist on with them. So that's been nice too. Um, yeah, but talking to an artist, a little freak. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll do artists talking to you about art in general. This is what's cool about this, mm -hmm. this episode. Was, yeah. it was We obviously had something to base it on, um, but just talking about comic book art in general is, is always fun. And I'm guessing, you know, you're hoping to make a long career out of it and do a lot of different well, stuff. I mean, I just want to get rich and then <laughs> I can retire as soon as possible. Pull it, pull a Mignola. Exactly. And then just come out of the shadows every once in a while to do yeah. something, a cover here and there or something. Yeah. And then be like, yeah, you exactly. Know. Or, or, or you need me to draw a little weird thing? Sure. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun, weird, chaotic industry, but I, Graphic novel. I'm excited for another graphic novel that that would be nice for you to come out with. I'm guessing you wanted you you did that single thing like you mentioned for Comicsology stuff that hasn't oh, yeah. announced that. But are you gonna do? You would like There's to comics. do more more comics in general, just like regular single yeah. issue comics too. Um, if you, you know, always talking with Julio, we have mm -hmm. some ideas. Uh, we like the we like the payments of uh, the book market. Uh, we won't lie about that, but. We also like comics people. A lot mm -hmm. of our friends are in the comics market. Yes. Um, we have some ideas. It's just a matter. We've been like, all right, let's try to make a bunch of money in the book market so then we can actually fund the comics stuff. And um, But I also I have something at Mad Cave with uh, my good Australian friend, Christoph Bogax. Um what else? I think that's is it. That, that hasn't been announced yet, though, is it? I also, or... you, you, a lot of these things are. TV I'm just trying to think of. I just saw because I have a I have access to the Mad Cave media site. Oh uh, yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's not. It's nowhere to be. Well, they announced. have something that's out in March. I just didn't know. No, your name's not on any of this. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even in the oh. database. <laughs> no, I was just funny because um, I actually it's funny because I get emails where I stumbled upon a book that comes out in March. They have an email me back a bit, so I won't say it now because I don't know if we're allowed to say anything yet. But like, okay. there's a book that comes out in March, and I was like, wow, they're already they're freaking they're on top of it. I love Mad Cave, so uh, they're on yeah, top no. of stuff over there. So <laughs> I, I enjoy their books a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did uh, even canceled uh, yeah, they did. book and 
That was that was a fun energetic book. That um, one, um, <clears throat> uh, my my second favorite comic book of the year, it turned out to be uh, Legacy of Violence. Um, that book was unbelievable. Colin Bunn and, and, uh, and yep. Andrea Muti. Um, and then, well, my favorite comic book of the year was A Billion Genies, but that's that, that was kind of yeah. cheating because only like two episodes, two issues came out this year, but still, that was it was my number one comic book last year, too. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then You've Been Canceled just came out in trade, uh, and their trades come out to be pretty well, too. But yeah. I mean, Dark Horse tells it, too. I got this to, cool. I got to check out the trade for that one, and I that was a fun book. I like the spot gloss on these, too. It's Dude. got like the letters or spot uh, gloss, and the photos on the back are cool. They I did don't. A great uh, job. The designer on that, I'm like forgetting their name. They killed it on the trade. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun thing. They put it in here. I'm guessing Sarah Terry. Does that sound correctly? It says designer Sarah Terry. So it okay, must be Sarah well, Terry. That's, that's who's credited it. Right. Then yeah. I'll say yes. I love that trade. I love the the use of the color lines and mm-hmm. that they kind of implemented from the book. Because you know, uh, you you actually saw that you had the single issues. You know how yes. like, they kind of did something on yeah. the back. No, I'm nothing against it, but I like what they did with the trade. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, um, that's one of those things that we could have. A, we could have another whole like discussion, and actually, it could be one of those things we discuss if we when you come back on to talk about your next book is the is the breakup that I'm some trades that were comics and originally the collected format. Sometimes they just go from issue five to or sorry issue three to four and four to five. There's no like gap, so you don't know where you are, or it's very plain and I, there's two options i like about it the way they did here between gaps and having those lines and doing yeah. things like that is awesome or just put the cover of the second issue on there so we at least know it's a nice thing in there what i don't didn't see is it doesn't look like there's you're, you didn't get all your covers in the back of this thing oh i think that there should have been every cover i think there is one like little freak uh i think it was oh, just kind of page, yeah. paged yeah. weird i think uh yes yes Oh, you're but, good. They're in, they're in, and then it does <clears> that. <throat> yeah, okay. Yeah. Because also, I think I do remember flipping through. I was like, wait, where's the cover to issue two or something like that? Yeah. Um, but no, but it's yeah, beautiful. No, I, they got the QR codes, too, for the playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that Back cover. The they're yeah. great. They're, 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 everything's beautiful about it. I think this is, my, I can't wait to get my hands on. Uh, your your graphic novel Frontera, so I can so I can actually read it and and, and do that. You know, in my extreme amount of time to read things, I'm gonna squeeze it in. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was one of those things that like I just got an email from someone saying, "Yeah, could you do early February?" And I'm like, "It's on my to read list." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's not do too early because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get it in between yeah between now and then to hopefully that I can actually get it in there." Um, but I, I try to read as much as I can, so um i'll get frontera in there don't worry but you can get it anybody else can get it anywhere books are sold including your local comic book shop and if they don't have a copy on the shelf (laughs) just tell them and they can get one for you Mm -hmm. usually takes a week or two but like they can get it so don't don't go into a lcs and be like oh they don't have it i'll just buy it on the big box stores or something that's it yeah (laughs) they can get it and uh same thing with your local bookstore just say, hey, can I get this graphic novel? And if they get books from HarperCollins, they're going to be able to get this book. It's not like they're not going to be able to get it. So, and if mm-hmm. a bookstore that doesn't sell HarperCollins, it would be a weird bookstore. Yeah. Um, and then if you can't find anywhere else or you don't want to do anything and you just want the quickest and easiest way, just buy it on Amazon, people. Yep. I, I, I hate to say it, local, local, <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point because the more people buy your graphic novel on Amazon, the more 
A, you're going to make on it and you want to be rich. So there's that. Yeah. And the I second thing is rich. it shows HarperCollins that they invested into you and did a good thing that way. So they'll continuously give you more books and they'll continuously give you more money. So like no matter where you buy it, it, it still records a tally somewhere that someone bought your book. The one thing I will tell you not to do is steal it off the internet. That's the only thing I will tell you not to do. Please don't. <laughs> just go to the library at least if you're just going to, if you want to read it for free, go to yes. the library, support your local library. Well, or borrow a friend's copy or borrow, whatever you need to or do. Or rob your friend. Yes. Just rob Go, your friend. Borrow Regardless it. Regardless if they have the book. Borrow it and then never give it back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Just rob them. And if they don't have that rob book, them. just steal a different book they have. Just take and a use book. Use the money them. that they had that yes, you robbed. Yes. <laughs> to, to, uh, to, to do that. <laughs> what did I just watch recently? 12 Monkeys. Have you ever seen that movie 12 Monkeys with, uh, with Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt? I have not. Whatever in the book in the movie, they're running from the running from someone, and they, she, they some guy like they kill some guy, and she's like, "Well, t- take his wallet. He's, We're gonna rob him now." She goes, "Well, <laughs> we need money," and he's like, "Oh, okay, that makes." Sense. She's like, "No, I'm not just saying we should just rob the guy. I'm saying we don't have any cash, and we need to get a cab, exactly. and we need money. So, <laughs> so you need the money. Killing him. Rob your frame. Sell something. I don't know. Well, kidney, blood. You can sell your blood and plasma. It's very expensive now." Exactly. Well, You're gonna have to make yeah. you start doing that. People are gonna start for that. Capes and tights podcast and Jake Jacoby says to sell your blood to buy comics. Um, but wait, so yeah, both of them, it's only teenage wasteland and um Frontier. I'm guessing your other books are available in formats as well. Uh, I'm guessing you can find um, most of them out there. I I, yeah, I don't know for sure. I did a DC short. You could probably find that on like Kindle or some back issue box. It was in the DC Legion of Bloom. Okay. That's uh, Julio and I. We did a blue a blue beetle story with a animal, mineral, vegetable man as the villain. Um, there's also other short stories in there. Um, I was in the Glad Award winning anthology Young Men in Love. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stories. I was the first story in that in that anthology with uh, Tate. Uh, I'm not gonna say his last name. Brombo. Tate Brombo. Yeah. Yeah, because well, Julio makes fun of me. I said it some a, a specific way. He said, that how you say it?" I said, "I don't know." We, we, <laughs> I just we, read we, these we, things. We, yeah, we read people's names on and, and di- like in digital or on paper format. We don't know how to say these people's names. Um, but yeah, that was a I I got my comp for that one, and I you know literally just opened it, and there's me, and I was like, "I didn't know." I was well, look at first. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you buy uh, Angel Boy anywhere, or is that? Oh, Angel Boy, that one. Uh, that's my own personal zine. Yes. Uh, one day you will be able to buy that. Okay. Hopefully in bookstores everywhere. Uh, we'll, we'll, that will be, it will be out. I promise you within 10 years. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I guess that's, do you do New Year's resolutions? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, gonna read more this year but that's not like i didn't actually yeah, like that's just part of the job <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well i just I, I don't know i just felt like even that like i read more in the sense that like i also listen to audiobooks and so mm-hmm. like if i'm doing the dishes like my son was mm-hmm. sleeping yesterday and i was doing the dishes and i was like throw an earbud in listen to some audiobook or like stop scrolling on facebook and instagram like do a couple minutes of that. I'm not gonna stop scrolling altogether, but do a couple minutes of that. But then I like, put your phone down and read a book or a comic because like then I get to myself. I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. I'm gonna go to bed, and then I just skip reading. And it's like you should 
that's my kind of resolution. I didn't actually make an official one like, hey, no, I'm not going to do this. I can make I one. I'm like, I'm going to have a baby this year. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> have a baby in 2024. Look at that. I'm going to. Oh, well, I'm not going to. My wife's going to do all the work yeah. on that. But, but, uh, can't even do that one, right? <laughs> um, but did you do one or no? I usually always just say complain more. Yeah, you know, get what you want, right? I think I'm, I think I'm off to a good start. Good start there. Complain more. Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, you can get all your stuff that you, that is in published work out there. Just type your name on the internet. I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Um, mm-hmm. But I would highly recommend it's only Teenage Wasteland. I would and also highly recommend. That. I would highly recommend uh, um, um, Frontera, even though I've not read it yet. But I'm just going to say that I would it recommend is. it. Yes, because even if you just want to look at the artwork. You know, forget Julio. Yeah, I just want to look at the yeah. artwork. It's worth buying. That's so, me. Um, I forget where I now. I can't remember where I put. I don't have my list here. I don't know where it's only Teenage Wasteland showed up in my list of uh, comics of the year. I I, I don't know. I do. I I want to pull that episode up with the uh. No, I just buy and say like top five at least. God, I had it been right. I don't know. I can't. I deleted the notes on that, but literally okay. before we started recording. I move it over to a hard drive and I deleted it and I had to unplug the hard drive to plug in the camera. So, oh well. But oh well. it's only Teenage Wasteland is a highly recommended for me. Check it out. You can get it me anywhere. Um, and uh, yeah, keep up the great work. Keep following us and supporting us. I really appreciate it. it you know, it makes it makes me every time I see your name pop up on my Instagram saying you like the photo, I'm always like, see, look at that. Oh, That's yeah. what I do it for. I do it for Jacoby and Jacoby only. There you go. That's me. I'm my number one fan. One of four fans. No, I was kidding. Um, but yeah, so check it out. And you have a website, uh, some yeah, artwork on there, covers on there and stuff like that. Your shop is empty. One of these days, they'll start selling things again. But, uh, you know. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe Prince. Just put like one thing in there for like a million dollars and like, well, I have something listed. If you want to buy it and buy it. Who's going to pull the plug? Well, Charles Soule tried to sell Ryan Brown on there for a million dollars on his website, so. I don't know if he got in trouble arrested. and turned it up because he was human trafficking, but I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I guess he can represent himself. He's a lawyer. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, well, he said that because I interviewed them. He's like, we would talk to our lawyer. I'm like, you're not your own lawyer. And he's like, no, we have a we have a lawyer specializing in this is in this thing. And I'm I'm not practicing law anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know, whatever. I thought it would be cheaper having your own. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jacoby, thank you so much for taking your time out to talk to us about comics and 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 our thank and, you for having me. Random, random stuff. Uh, we'll have you back on for sure. We'll we'll, we'll get Definitely. in touch again and get you and Julio on to talk about your next project when you have the information. And if you have anything before that you want to send out to like, let me know. Not like ahead of time, but I'm saying like to help. I'll help promote the book. Is what my point is. Oh, thank so you. let me know just trying uh, to when think. that is. Is there any, any books you want? Just send us to us. Send us to us. You have my email address. So send me an email and we'll promote it because we we we're we're big fans of your work. So keep it up. And I'm glad you. that you uh, you uh, are going to add your name to the list of smart people who dropped out of school to become excellent and amazing Steve in Jobs, the industry. Yes, I think you. Bill Gates and yep. me. Yep, right there. James Heron. You know what? I dropped out because of James Heron. We're going to end there. He went, That's it. He, he went to SBA. I messaged him. I said, you went to the SBA? He said, yep, I dropped out after my second year. I said, I'll do that too. <laughs> You're going to just start making the program like two years. So yeah. We just got to make sure it's a year and a half, two years. We're going to cram it all in there. So when people drop out, at least they get all the schooling that they need. Yeah. No, but uh, again, I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Heal up some more and, and get to a hundred percent here. And I, I am sorry about the little blip. We literally had a power blip in the middle of this episode, but 
you know what the magic right. of editing allows me to yeah, make it exactly. seamless right you won't notice it <laughs> i want to put a little thing at the beginning i'll that's what i'll do i'll use the, i'll use the uh the lines the uh oh, tv lines from from in here and i'll just put it there for like five minutes that it took us to uh get back on no i'm kidding thank you Jacoby. i very appreciate it have a good thank day you. you too man.